how how do you feel about tiktok are you on tiktok like that i fucking love it like bro I'm, i haven't got it yet i'm yeah. still you know i was skeptical at first but people mm-hmm. are making money from it and That's and you thing. know what it is i'm getting so pissed off at right. the instagram algorithm they've Fuck. made it basically to where algorithm is is latin for if you don't pay us no one's gonna see your That's shit. That's Check one, two, check one, two, check one, two. Miami on the Rocks, Casey Chops. Make sure you follow us on that Instagram at MIA on the Rocks. Follow us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, Miami on the Rocks. Today's guest, got the homie Brian Breach in here. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? Pleasure. How you feeling, bro? Thanks for having me, man. First time meeting you. We have a lot of mutual friends. Ton. Um, Instagram pointed me in your direction. Our mutual friends pointed me in your direction. So... Social media makes the world smaller, man. It's crazy. It's a good thing and a bad thing, right? Yeah, it's it's got its pros and cons. Yeah. I like the pros a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of Social Dilemma, right? Yeah. You saw it? I did see it, yeah. it's. I mean, that's how it is. I mean, they literally manipulate you one way or the other while this side is hearing specific news and I'm like, fuck them, fuck them. Mm -hmm. They're hearing something different. I'm hearing something different and we're Mm -hmm. we're clashing. So, yeah. Yeah. Are Are you proud of your screen time on your phone or Oof, i don't even want to look at it i'm right me too but i do make money off my phone exactly so, so it's a yeah so but i find myself going down rabbit holes i watch one video on tiktok and then i'm like okay some girl dancing cool yeah. next one somebody fucking talking about how to dissemble a bomb next yeah, one yeah. talking about how to take care of bunnies Damn, like, explore page is yeah. wild bro <laughs> like, <laughs> like yo i don't want i don't want to learn how to raise bunnies but i keep yeah. watching i keep watching that's what it does to you it's like addicting you know what yeah I'm saying? exactly it's like social media percocet you know that's a fact bro i yeah. feel like these kids are gonna need like i hope you know our generation yeah. invents something or, or or takes heed to that and 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 you know we got to find a way to, you know, guide the younger generation through that or else yeah. they're going to be addicted and going through crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, My nephew recently hasn't been able to sleep. And I said, there's three reasons you can't wow. sleep. You're staring at your phone, you're eating the wrong shit, and you're not exercising. Mm. And I'm like, you're staring at your phone all night until four in the morning. And there's this thing, I don't know who told me about it, but something about the white screen on your phone actually messes with your brain or mm-hmm. the way you sleep. Mm-hmm. And I notice it too. When I'm watching stupid ass videos for two hours long, I can't knock out. Mm-hmm. So I had, a, I had a homegirl who said her son was the same. She's like, yo, get off that Fortnite. Yeah. Like he was on there like 12 hours, like twelve, like hours. eight to 12 hours. And, and he started getting anxiety, couldn't sleep. Yeah. And... Uh, they good. got like lock boxes now for your phones. <clears throat> you can actually take your phone. That was on family, social dilemma, right? Yeah, you put it in there, you lock it up, and, yeah. and they can't get through. But what was that girl was trying to break the box, right? Right. right. Okay, it's going to get to that point. I tried to put a limit on my on my Instagram. You know, I could put the limit. You could I, put a limit on your Instagram? Yeah. So, and I thought I knew everything about Instagram. So I, I, on any app in your phone, you yeah. could put a time limit. So I put three hours right you know so i put the three hours and then it'll a, a warning sign will pop up and be like yo you were past your limit do you want to stay on or do you want to get off and i'm like fuck that i'm staying on <laughs> you know like <laughs> what platform you use the most oh man out of all instagram tiktok instagram but yeah instagram that's where the money comes from. and that's where the connections are i notice that everybody that's on tiktok is you're able i'm sorry everybody on instagram you're able to make such dope connections with right all my connections and all my continued relationships come off of instagram right but then I'm on, I'm also on Twitter too, you know. Like I think I get all my information from yeah. Twitter, all my news from Twitter. Right, right. Like you know, you, whether it's you know a passing or whether it's something new in sports or whether it's something political. Like I'm probably getting or or, or funny memes or funny right. videos, and I'm getting all that. And then things I pick and choose the things I want to take from that and put it on my Instagram. Facts. You know what I mean? I use Twitter now when someone in the political sphere says something crazy, and I go check or. 
I check it when Instagram's down. Like literally mm. when Instagram's down, I put in the hashtag Instagram down <laughs> and then I'll make sure they're not suspending me or yeah. shadow man or doing something crazy. And I just see floods of people, Instagram's down. Anyone else, Instagram down? Yo, how come everyone goes to Twitter when Instagram's down? I'm like, Bro, all right, good, Instagram's down. This literally happened to me 30 minutes ago before you got here, I'm on yeah. Twitter and I see, oh my God, not Lil Wayne, sad face. And then I see, oh, <gasps> Wheezy, not wheezy. And I'm here like getting like scared. Now oh, I'm scrolling. Donald Trump and I'm, thing. Right, yeah, but okay. no one said anything about Donald Trump. They're like, oh my God, bro. I thought it reminded me of like the Kobe news. Yeah. When oh, I, it, it looked like that, hit me. that type of, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh. and then I see like after the 10th tweet, I'm like, oh, he took a pic with Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. damn, I thought it was way worse. Like, you know, like yes. it's still, that's terrible. That's probably the, but aside from passing away, that's right. probably like the next worst thing you could do. But right, right. anyway. It's something to do with uh, like, um, him approving some kind of crime bill and uh and and little wayne yeah. was supporting it something like that yeah. I, I we'll stay away from that political rabbit I'm, hole I'm, right i'm now. over it bro yeah I'm i cannot wait for it. this shit to be over bro yeah. don't even give it, yeah. yo we can go on a whole nother podcast and talk mm-hmm. about that entire subject yeah shit yeah I, i'm ready for 2021 you know yo this has but, been a hectic ass year yeah. and when the kobe thing happened yo that shit it affected people that weren't investing in Kobe at all. I mean, I was walking around sad for fucking a week because a young man who was leaving basketball in his prime and his daughter, I mean, it's sickening. Mm, like it makes yeah, you want to exactly. throw up. It's the worst, it's the worst strategy that could happen. Right. Like, and I was DJing, I was literally DJing a brunch, you know, in Doral at Copper Blue and I'm DJing on a stage with 1500 people. Right. And shit is hype. And I look at my phone and I see the news and it deflated me. Like I couldn't work. Like I couldn't DJ yeah. anymore. Like it just, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. it hit me. Miami on the rocks, Casey Chops. I got Brian Breach here. Bro, you've done so many interviews. You've done so many different discussions and podcasts that I'm yeah. sure you're sick of saying the same thing. But I yeah. feel like we got to just run through it at least real quick. Absolutely, you know what I mean? For man. the pe- for the listeners that aren't familiar with who you are. Yeah. Um, you do a lot of things, bro. Yeah. We know you're popping, but you're 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 in a bunch of different realms how would you describe yourself like what you do yeah so i guess i guess i could say this so the journey started off in music so where i was verified was actually music mm-hmm. um that's where i got my verification on instagram that's where i got my verification on facebook it literally started close to here um i formed we formed a group me and my boy lex one i don't know if you know him and we started opening for all these major artists under real life dialect so we did that for a long period of time then we started an independent label and then we started a hip-hop blog called get that paper what year is this damn this was all i mean we started like really really performing 2005 ish but we took it up to like 2016 you know what okay, I mean? like okay. we, we went we had a pretty long tenure but he went on to the uk had a gold record over there i i started we came up with the concept of of instead of just waiting for people to book us on these shows that we became the promoter mm-hmm. and we started booking ourselves on the right. shows to make money so you know do it, yeah. yeah that's what you got to do and um you know he went his direction i went mine but i was performing for a while my last album uh called matter of fact i had uh, chris rivers on there I had mickey fax on there mm-hmm. and i uh, released that at the end of 2017 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the end of 2016. And I got to the point, you know how like, see, some people say it's giving up, others say pivoting. I believe in pivoting Facts. out of things, yeah. Reinventing yourself. Yeah, you, you have to, you know. Mm-hmm. So I got to the point where I quit music and I was like, fuck, what am I gonna do now? I'm already verified. I think I had like 50,000 followers at that, at that time. So I had like a little base. Mm-hmm. I didn't wanna lose my following. What am I gonna post now? So, you know, you see all these people, uh, uh, doing all these funny comedy skits and all this crazy shit. And I'm like, you know what? Let, let me let me just kind of pivot into that. I always incorporated the comedy stuff into my music anyway and on my mixtape rap, uh, rap for adults. 
So I started shooting skits and all this crazy stuff. And my first one was horrible. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, it was the worst fucking skit mm -hmm. I ever shot. What like, year I, was this when you started doing the skits? 2017-ish. Uh, okay. Yeah. So... I mean, it was like the worst one, but it did pretty well. It got mm -hmm. some, got a little traction. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm onto something. Started shooting skids, did okay. And then I'm like, let me try pranks. Let me try social experiments. And I started noticing the ball kept rolling and it kept going and going. And things started like getting really close to being viral. And I started catching like a decent buzz. And I remember writing on a whiteboard, you know, a vision board. I'm mm -hmm. like, all right, you're gonna switch out of music. You got one year to go viral. Cause mm -hmm. kind of that's the point mm -hmm. when you're starting to shoot stuff, you want something to go viral. Mm -hmm. So I said, you got one year for this, for, for everything you're doing to go viral. And then like five months before the year was up, I was luckily given the opportunity to do a TED Talk. That changed the trajectory How, of yeah, everything. Yeah, I mean, that's probably one of the most <clears throat> notable things you've done, right? Like that, when yeah, I Google you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's yeah, probably the, the first thing that pops up. Yeah. How does, and TED Talks are notorious, like, you Crazy. know, like they're incredible. Yeah. So, and, 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 you know, usually don't see artists or skit people you know what i mean usually yeah. see like scholar not to say you're not a scholar yeah, but yeah. scholars and oh, like no. scientists yeah. and you know i what felt mean? like i was the lowest on that totem pole right like, so how does that happen <laughs> it's it, it's crazy like so okay so all this shit that happened all the music stuff and all the the independent label we had we had eight artists underneath us during that whole period of time we were helping people grow their social media. So we formed a business. I was no, I was always an entrepreneur and that's, I always kept my foot in the game of being an entrepreneur. We started a printing business. We started a hip hop blog. We started an independent label. I mean, we did so many things during that time. And then we started a social media business. So I always had my foot in the entrepreneurial door and I was fired from my last nine to five in 2008. Mm -hmm. And I was arrested twice in 2006. Ooh. So I had a bunch of legal troubles. I couldn't get a job anywhere. Mm -hmm. So. 2008, I was thrown to the wolves. Couldn't even get a job at McDonald's at that point. I was thrown to the wolves. I had to start working for myself, no other choice. That's when we went hard with the music, went hard with the label, went hard with anything, with, with everything. So I was always in the entrepreneurial space. Um, and so I got the opportunity, it's a long story, but my TED Talk, the, the subject is how to survive without a job through failure. And mm -hmm. they love the concept because you know, um, it was from 2000. Well, did you send them something like an email? Like, so yeah. So, so, so the story goes like this. It's called, uh, I call the story jokingly two girls and one coffee table. So, mm -hmm. and this is what's crazy about life that mm -hmm. you don't know if, if you don't go out and do shit and you're not helping people, you're not doing this, doing that. You're not going to get any kind of opportunity. It right. was almost a fluke thing. And it makes me think back on the whole thing that had I not done what I did that day to help my boy, I wouldn't have got the TED talk because I was just in the right place at the right time. You just think of the paths that you take, right? So my boy calls me one morning. He's like, can you help me move? I fucking hate helping people move. That's the worst thing someone can ask you to do. fucking worst, bro. Yeah. I hate it. But it's your boy. You do what you got to do. Too. So he hits me up and he's like, yo, come help me move. So I'm helping to move. I'm helping to move. And then in the middle of moving, he's like can you do me a favor and drive to my brother's house with me to pick up a coffee table? Mind you, this shit, we were in, um, I think we were like almost near the Boca area and his brother was in Cooper City. I'm like, it's not so bad, but it's bad. I'm like, yo, you really got me driving 40 minutes or so to go pick up a fucking coffee table. So I do it, cool. We get there and get in the coffee table, but when we get there, you know, I'm cool with his brother, cool with his wife, and there was a couple cute girls there. And this is crazy how like mm -hmm. the trajectory goes. So they're like, yo, you should come back later. We're gonna have a little barbecue. That girl's gonna be there. I'm like, that girl's gonna be there, right? That, that one? And they're like, yeah, she's gonna be there. So I'm like, all right, I'll come back for sure. So we go, we move. 
I'm literally disgusting, fucking hole in my shirt, I got dirt on my face. And they're like, hurry up, you gotta get back, it may end soon, blah, blah, blah. I had no time to go home, change nothing. So you drove the another 40 minutes back? I went back, Because yep. that girl, we could get into how long you would drive for, for like, <laughs> like, what's the longest you've driven for some, I've probably hit an hour, 10 minute drive before. Two somewhere. hours maybe. Yeah. Yeah, about two, um, depending on the adventure. Yeah. I, I like going on adventures sometimes. So. So I end up driving back, and I'm the type of person like like I like to be presentable. Mm-hmm. I hate going into places dirty, sweaty. Mm-hmm. But I'm sitting outside. More people I showed up. There was like 20 cars in the driveway. I'm like, fuck. All right, most of these people know me. It is what it is. So I go inside the house. The girl's not even there anymore. Mm-hmm. She's gone. And I go outside. Another girl was there, and that girl was a is a friend of mine that used to date one of my boys. And we're sitting out back, and this conversation comes up about. Um, she's working in a hospital where they're giving a TED talk and she looks at me, she's like, oh, you're doing a lot of shit now. You're shooting a lot of videos. You're, you're doing entrepreneurship. You should submit to do a TED talk. And I had no idea. I didn't even know how you're supposed to submit, how you get a TED talk. I never even thought about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't even, and, and the thing is when you're on stage performing music, it's different. You can spit, you can pick up water, you could pause, you could sleep for five minutes if you yeah. want. When you do a TED talk, it's precise. Yeah. You need to be 12 minutes, no water, it's straight. It's like a speech. It's a like, speech, and yeah. you need to remember verbatim. If I forget my lyrics, my boy got me. Yeah, yeah. If I forget my lyrics, fuck this song, next song. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter, yeah, you yeah. can do whatever you want. Um, so yeah. she's like, look, go home and submit. Here's the, here's the link, blah, blah, blah. So I go home, I submit. Mind you, they wanted a PowerPoint, I hadn't I hadn't done a PowerPoint for a million fucking years. Yeah. I went on YouTube, did a tutorial, a tutorial, a tutorial, a tutorial about how to do a PowerPoint, and then I went on Fiverr.com. It's Fiverr, right? It's called yeah, Fiverr. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I went on Fiverr.com and I created a resume. I hadn't done a resume in fucking ten years. I, I I'm, I'm literally like going on YouTube, figuring things out. I submit everything. And I got chosen out of like I got chosen out of like fifty two people or sixty two people or something like that, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is serious now." They're like, "All right, so we're gonna have once a week practices for six weeks." I'm like, "This is for real." The here in South Florida, or they South flew Florida, here, so? yeah. Uh, no, it was um, it was a uh, it was one over at uh, Joe DiMaggio's okay. Children's Hospital. They did in the big auditorium. So once a week, you have to go and you have to practice, which is cool because the other the other people that are doing the TED Talk, there's always about 10 or 11 or 12 people on your set. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're all guiding you. And, and if you fuck up, they're telling you what the fuck ups are. And it's a whole process. And then the day comes and I'm like... I'm like this. Oh, like it, it was absolutely crazy. And, and the funny story, the behind the scenes story is that when I get really nervous, like my mouth dries out. Mm-hmm. I'm always drinking water. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, fuck, every time I'm talking, I get nervous. Even though they don't, they can't tell that I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. I know I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. So my mouth starts drying out. So I'm like, I got to figure this shit out before the day comes. I went to Walgreens and I got Ludens. I got this lube for my mouth and mm-hmm. I'm drinking. So I'm backstage taking Ludens or, yeah. or taking Ludens, spraying this fucking lube in my throat, drinking water. The host comes up to me and she's like, yo, what are you doing? And I was like, my throat's fucking dry. Yeah. I don't know what to do. And she's like, man, you got this. What the fuck? And then I went on stage. I did my thing. You know, I look at it and, you know, I'm like, that's my first time ever speaking. I look at things and I'm a perfectionist. So I'm like, damn, I feel like I fucked up. But everyone that sees is like, yo, you did a good job. You did yeah. good. It was your first time. After that, I got asked to speak around the country about how to go viral because I, I finally went viral at the end of the year, five months after the TED Talk. So I just started getting asked to speak about going viral after I went viral, which is the one thing that I never thought would manifest 
from actually going viral. So right. the TED talk was how to survive without a job through failure. But the first place that I ever got asked to speak was in the Hamptons in New York. And he's like, yo, what would you speak about? I was like, well, my TED talk was how to survive without a job through failure. He's like, well, what else? What can you incorporate? So, well, I went viral recently. He's like, yo, you should speak about how to go viral and give people tips on how they can go viral. I'm like, it's a good fucking idea. Bam, I got booked everywhere on how to go wow. viral, teaching tricks and tips on how to go viral. And it was just this weird trajectory that I've been on the last two you years. You went on a, like a tour. Kind of. I, I got to speak in the Hamptons. I got to speak in LA. I got to speak in Puerto Rico, Colombia. And then I got to speak, uh, where else? Who else? And I was on the Bradley podcast. It was just all, all this crazy. Oh, and I got to speak in Margaritaville in Hollywood, Florida, in front wow. of a huge crowd, all about how to go viral. Wow. The last thing in a million years that I ever thought would happen after the, the social experiment I did went like internationally viral. Right. What do you we, mean a social experiment? So so after the TED Talk, five months later, Christmas rolls around. Well, after the TED Talk, did, yeah. did your did your following explode after the TED Talk? Or? I wouldn't say explode, but I would say that um, I got a shit, shit ton of messages like, holy mm -hmm. fuck, you did a TED Talk? Yeah. You did a TED Talk? You did a TED Talk? I remember during that time, like I used Tinder to like bring people to my Instagram page. Mm -hmm. I use all social media right, platforms. Right. And um, I remember putting like, uh, and I did a TED talk. Ninety nine percent of my messages was, "Oh my God, what's your TED talk about?" Oh my God, you did TED. Oh my God, like he's smart, he's intelligent. That's what we're right. looking for. Girls thinking I matched yeah. with them, which I really didn't. I was yeah. just, you know, flowing yeah. them back to my Instagram. <laughs> Crazy social media world. So after i did my ted talk um i'm still in the process of shooting skits social experiments i did some crazy ass shit at sawgrass mall where i pretended to be a major celebrity and fucking hundreds of people were taking pictures of me following me like i was fucking justin bieber it was nuts five <laughs> months five months or so after my ted talk comes i wake up and every christmas i like to do something that inspires people you know like mm -hmm. uh you know help the homeless or do do different types of things each year so i woke up and i saw this video about uh, a rich guy who gave a homeless guy money and that homeless guy gave other homeless people money and then the rich guy gives the homeless guy passing out money all the money or something mm -hmm. like that. So I'm like, wow, that, that's inspiring, you know, to help people. So I remember waking up that morning, I was like, I'm gonna do this, but I'm gonna like switch it around a little bit. So long story short, I called my videographer, I was like, I got an idea. I'm gonna dress as a homeless person, we're gonna stand in front of a store and anyone that gives me money like 50 cents or a dollar thinking they're helping out a homeless person, I'm gonna give a $100 bill to. I'm gonna pass mm. out hundreds. And so I did that, stood in front of Target. She's filming it across the street in, in the car with the camera and um, literally Channel 7 picked it up. And then after Channel 7 picked it up, I got calls from Fox, CNN, MSNBC, Yahoo, The Herald. Damn. I mean, every major news station in the country picked it up. It was on every station in the country. And then it went to Russia, it went to Greece, it went to Hawaii. What? I was getting I was getting messages from everywhere. And it was absolutely insane. Damn. It was and, insane. And then that's that, and then that went viral. That went viral. And then that sparked the journey of speaking for a year about how to go viral. Wow. Where the fuck did my life? Yeah, like yeah, like yeah. like crazy how life throws you that, right? Like you it's, you went from like rapping and making music right. to like now you're like a public speaker. Like it's it's a public speaker, the, the TED Talk thing, still shooting skits and my social media business is booming because of corona. I know it sucks, but you right. know, some people took a hard hit, but it benefited me. I'm right. Know, I don't want to say unfortunately, but right. you gotta look at when things are fucked up, pivot, you, gotta, right? you gotta pivot and you gotta find opportunity in this life. That's it. It is what it is. Um, so yeah, so that that's that's basically the whole trajectory of everything that happened. Wow, bro, fucking so what, crazy. What's what's the focus now? And this is a three like a three year 
you know, trajectory that you said three year process. And it was just one video after another, after another, and then a couple hit. And then that one just exploded. And then it wow. changed everything. And ever since then, I've been asked on TV shows, podcasts, radios, it's been nonstop. Wow, bro. Yeah. So what, what's, you know, where's your space, your headspace at now? Like, what are you focusing on? So because of Corona, I started really focusing on the social media business, you know, mm -hmm. helping people get on major publications, <clears throat> blowing up their Instagram, doing all kinds of stuff in that space. But right before Corona, I mean, literally, month three weeks two weeks before it i was working on a show called america's gone viral mm -hmm. and it was going to be the first ever um viral competition show for up-and-coming content creators mm -hmm. where you were able to see the behind the scenes on how viral content really gets made because most people think that viral content goes viral just go viral and it does you know mm -hmm. there's plenty of videos on tiktok if you know if you punch somebody in the face you're probably going to go viral if you throw up on someone's lawn at a party you're probably mm -hmm. going to go fucking viral but people don't realize there's a real and legitimate strategy mm -hmm. to actually going viral it's a process it's sending it to the right places it's shooting it the right way it's about leaving easter eggs in your videos there's an actual process to going viral so i want to show the real behind the scenes of how to go viral we already had three celebrity or three influencer judges on board we were going to get teams of content creators like brother and brother mother and father a whole family mm -hmm. and we were going to issue them viral challenges whether it be a skit social experiment uh prank they were going to go out and our camera crew was going to film behind the scenes on how they're making their challenge for that week then they bring it back, they present it to the judges, and then we we're gonna put it on a centralized channel like TikTok or YouTube, and whoever gets the most likes, views, and comments on that particular challenge that mm. week moves on to the next round, and and whoever wins 20 grand gets, uh, you know, whatever it is. That's a dope uh, idea. You had Tony Skits here, correct? Yeah. He was one of the people that we were talking to okay. as far as being a judge. Dope. Um, and then we had uh, Supreme Patty and then Francetti. So we're still, it's still floating around. But it's crazy, man. It's Corona. interesting. Yeah, it fucked everything up, bro. Fucked, fucked up, my baby. shit up bad. Yeah. But, you know, I wouldn't have started the podcast if it wasn't for that. You know what I mean? Man, I'm glad to be here. All my own, it's crazy that you say that because another thing I've noticed about <clears throat> viral, because I've gone viral, you know, a handful of times and yeah. I can literally. Re, like all my viral shit i repost once a year because right. it goes viral every year facts you yeah. know what i mean like i, I did a prank at the my, my wait you, you fuck with the heat right of you, course yeah of course um I, I did a prank at the Miami Heat game where I pretended to propose to my fiance. I dropped the ring and then she walked out on me. It made the news the next day. They came to my house. It was fucking- Because people thought it was real? People thought it was real. <sighs> and um, I think a year later, I posted on TikTok. It's at 2 million views now. It, oh. it got me 20,000 followers from that one post. And then I posted it a second time and now right. it's at like 400,000. Wow. Fucking, so what you just said about reposting content that went viral and making it go viral again, it's damn true. Right. Yeah. And, I, and it's crazy. I have another piece of content on, on on facebook yeah that has 10 million views shit works on there but the problem is that it's only i believe it's only a minute it's yeah. like a minute and a half right. and my boy was telling me bro if this was I, I forgot what the number was but he's like if this was seven minutes right you would have got paid for this like i think that like 10 million right. views is like on facebook right but i think i would have made like ten thousand dollars i think off that right i think <laughs> you have to sign up for it specifically and there's qualifications in order to get paid for a video and then it has to hit the you have to have a specific amount of videos that have like a minute and a half views or two minute views or something like that then you can start getting paid for it gotcha. i was going to start going in that process but to get to that point you got to be it's posting annoying. a yeah. hell of a lot yeah i'm not really are you on facebook like that still you know i still got like my i, I got i got a verified facebook page it's my fan page and i got my five thousand same old friends that like i just don't these days i don't feel like posting it's the same 
almost yeah, five thousand family people. on there family, you got like, yeah. yeah like it's a different thing for me i keep them updated but i don't post as much as i used to because it's the one platform i'm not really getting paid on there to post right. you know what i mean and that's a nasty plot like the political you want to talk about the political rabbit holes oh, go on God. facebook you have your auntie arguing with this random guy and this guy like it's nuts. i just i just block my aunt and all my cousins <laughs> no joke like i don't care anymore yeah you know what i'm saying like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna hear wild conspiracy theories i'm not gonna hear you say hateful shit it's not happening facebook in my is a wild place bro, yeah, bro. how 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 do you feel about TikTok? Are you on TikTok like that? I fucking love it. Like, bro, I'm, I haven't got it yet. I'm yeah. still, you know, I was skeptical at first, but people mm -hmm. are making money from it, and That's and you thing. know what it is? I'm getting so pissed off at right. the Instagram algorithm. They've Fuck. made it basically They're, to where algorithm is is Latin for if you don't pay us, no one's gonna see your That's shit. That's what it is. You know the promote button underneath each post. They want you to pay them to boost your shit up. And I'm not, it's not happening. You right. I mean? And why am I seeing videos on my timeline of people I don't follow? Yeah. Suggestions now. Like, I don't want to see, like, it, right. it's it's getting too, they're, they're, they're too thirsty for money yeah. now. For ads and for, it's, it's yeah. nasty, man. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg took it over and then right. Right, that's what happened. But TikTok is not like that now, right? Like, you could, you could reach an organic audience easier, right? That's what I like about TikTok. You know, there was a point and I saw a lot of people on my Facebook page because, you know, Facebook's like more older people nowadays. So I look, mm -hmm. I'm looking at my Facebook and I'm talking about TikTok. I'm like, oh my God, TikTok, there's little girls. Right. Yeah, yeah, there is. There's fucking 15 year olds dancing and shit. I don't right. care about that. Gary Vee's on there. Fucking right. The Rock's on there. Like, motivational speakers are on there i'm i'm literally learning shit about real estate i never knew on tiktok right i'm learning fucking uh what's his name uh, neil uh neil degrassi the 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 famous scientist Wait, oh, oh is that his name neil degrassi sounds familiar yeah he, he talks about space and the black yeah. i mean he's dropping knowledge on there right. it's all kinds of stuff on there so I got verified on there and then i went into something called the creator fund so now every time i post i get paid it's not much but i get paid like uh, two to four cents or six cents or something like that per thousand views i'm already mm -hmm. up to like 70 bucks it ain't yeah. it's nothing but hey i'm posting post shit video on tiktok yeah i would have posted the videos anyway yeah you know what i'm saying and the the one video that had gone viral the heat prank um when it hit 1.9 million views it was right before they started the creator fund so i would have had a nice mm -hmm. little boom i would have had Damn. a nice little boost there um but tiktok i love like you said everybody has the opportunity to get in the for you page right not it, just is the yeah. timeline chronological order um, it doesn't work like that, right? No, I don't think so. What what I'm starting to see is I'm starting to see people that were on the For You page, their videos are popping back up 10 days later, 15 days later, 20 mm -hmm. days later. So like today, for example, I posted an old video and I got two messages. You're on my For You page. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, so you know how Instagram has the explore page, right? You have to, your content has to be booming to get on that explore page. You right. got to have you know, 50,000 views, you gotta have 800 comments, right? And it has to be in a quick period of time. Then you'll make right. it to the explore page. When you get boosted up TikTok, you can be nobody. Your first time ever on TikTok, get put in the For You page and blow the fuck up in one post. Randomly, you get put in that page? Randomly. I saw a guy that he just created his page and he posted a video of his dog. Like his dog's in front of him, it's a boxer. And the dog's like flinching at him. Dog's like, he's like, what'd you say? Yeah. And dog flinches back. He's like, don't fucking do that. They're mm -hmm. joking around. Yeah. Fucking 10 million views. Wow. First post. I think I would just take what I do on Instagram and just put it on TikTok and just see that's what happens. What, that's you what you should do. And I think that TikTok does it purposely to get encourage people to get in there. That's what I personally think. My first video I ever posted on TikTok got 130,000 views. I'm like, how? Shut the, the first fuck video? Up. My first video hit 130,000 views. For what? Like, I I don't even know. And, and and do you have a comparable number to that same video? Did you post on I Instagram? I reposted that video. On Instagram? It, no, back on TikTok, and it didn't do the same numbers. It's like at 10,000 Do you have something where you posted <clears throat> the same piece of content on IG and TikTok? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The heat prank I did, it's different, man. Like, 
you don't reach as many people on Instagram. Everything gets more views on TikTok, in right. my in my opinion. Yeah, my sister. That's what my sister was telling me, man. Yeah. I think you just need a niche. That's the thing with me. Remember how mm -hmm. I said I'm everything and yeah. I'm doing everything. I haven't found a niche yet, so I'm posting. I'm posting my speaking gigs. It's not getting a lot. Then I'm posting this viral shit. It's going up, and then I'm posting, "Hey, what's up, guys? Motivation." And then it's the not. The thing moving. is, I found my niche, but I don't want to go fully with my niche. Right. And it's like I'm the everything that uh, you know, being a DJ for ten years, being on Power ninety six for eight yeah. years, and and that stuff does well but everything that i've done viral is the white guy speaking spanish because right. i can speak spanish so i have viewed the 10 million is me speaking spanish yeah, everything yeah. so i could if i want to be the white guy that speaks spanish i can do that oh you would kill then, it on tiktok right but then it's like you know i'm gonna want to post my dj shit too i'm gonna want to post you know my podcast Look, too you know what i mean so let's be everything bro we yeah exactly once, fucking be everything exactly. They'll, they'll learn who you are eventually and the crazy thing about TikTok is that there is a lot of young people on there. So the one question I get and a lot of verified people get is, how are you verified? You only have 20,000 followers. On, how, on how, TikTok. On TikTok, mm -hmm. yeah. How are you verified? How are you verified? And I'm like, at first you want to take offense to it, and then you realize they're 11. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't fucking know. They just think you have to have millions of followers to get verified. And verification is a long-term, I mean... How, how am I verified? 15 fucking years of grinding is how I'm verified. Facts. You know what I mean? It's not just I'm verified because of this. I'm verified because of that. You have to grind your ass off to get the check mark or, or connections. Right. But even if you get verified on Instagram nowadays and you do have a connection, it's not about paying to get verified. You still need to be pre-qualified and you still have to have reputable links. You have to have publications. You have to have high tier publications mm -hmm. in order for them to even submit you by paying to get verified on Instagram. So right. um, yeah, people don't know that there are a lot of young people on there, but I think once you get your audience, they'll start boosting up. What's cool about TikTok though, is that trends go viral, little things go viral. You saw Dogface, the guy drinking the cranberry juice. Yeah. This fucking guy, I mean, he already had a great vibe. He shoots his video, goes viral. Um, when he went viral, it encouraged Ocean Spray to do a video. It encouraged uh, the people from Fleetwood Mac to do a video. It encouraged, um, who else? There's other famous people that it encouraged to do a video that were involved in what he was doing. They gave him a car and they gave him a lifetime supply of ocean spray. Like what the fuck? <laughs> Random. Off, like off of 10 second video of him skateboarding, drinking an ocean spray. And here's the crazy part. He, he, he did an interview on TV and it basically said that um, you know, I didn't, I didn't even know if I was going to post that particular video. I thought it was corny, blah, blah, blah. But then I started thinking about what Gary V said. And Gary V said that just post your fucking content, post your fucking content. Who gives a fuck what people think? If you don't like it, who fucking cares? Post it. And he posted it because of what, what Gary V was running through his mind. Wow. And he posted it, changed his life. Now oh, wow. he will forever be known as the guy who did that dope video. Now he's getting all kinds of gigs. He got paid shit tons of money off that video, or at least like 50, 60 grand, I'm assuming. Yeah. But off one little 10 second clip and that's what TikTok does. So, you know, I'm not I'm not getting paid by TikTok to say this, but I think TikTok is a big platform and I'm, I'm glad Trump didn't uh, uh, try to take it down, which right. I knew he wasn't gonna do, it was right. just a, a thing. But, but there's, there's there, like those young girls that dance, they're making money, like livings off of TikTok, oh, yeah. right? Like there's TikTokers, like there's YouTubers. There's real right? TikTokers, yeah. You have, um, let me think, Addison Ray is one of them. You know, I'm not, listen. You gave me like the, 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 the amount of money that you can make per view, right? So they're making, yeah. they must be making millions oh, and millions of oh, views. they're making money. They're yeah. making some serious money. This girl, Addison Ray, and I'm not, I'm not hating on anyone, like right. she just, doesn't do anything, right. you know what I mean? She does like 10 second dances. I'll give you a good example. There's this girl, Bella Poach, or Bella Porch, I think it's Bella Poach. She blew up 
from, I swear to God, it was a trending sound. It was like, dun, 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 some weird sound. And she just literally goes like this. Done. 100 million fucking views, 80 million views. Now her numbers are nuts. Every video from that point, she does nothing. She literally sits here and goes, I think if there's done. something about the video, like when it's short, like 10 seconds, if it's something about it that can trigger someone's like OCD and they want to watch it over and over and over, right. you could probably get 20 views from one person that just oh, watches yeah. it in fucking one minute. You know what I mean? Like, like quick. Absolutely. I think she blew up and it, I call this the Takashi 6 9 effect because of the negative. People are like, what the fuck are you doing? And people love train wrecks, to bro. come underneath your videos to talk shit. But you know what? Let the people talk all this shit because all that's going to do is boost you up higher in mm. the algorithm. So that's she crazy. gets all this hate. How are you famous? How are you famous? You want to know how the fuck she's famous? Because you're commenting, mm, yeah. how are you famous? They don't give it. You think a brand gives a fuck if she has 90% negative comments? They see numbers. They don't give a fuck if, if three 365 Springwater went on her page and saw 99,000 negative comments. You think they give two shits? Right. They're going to give her a fucking bottle of 365 Springwater right. to hold in her hand to show those 99,000 people. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, bro, so. you need negative. And this is one of the things I talk about when I'm talking about how to go viral. You want to throw things out there that's not necessarily contra negative controversial, like saying something racist, like a fucking right, idiot. Right, right, right. But you want to you wanna throw little things in there that are going to trigger people's emotions right. a little bit. Even Th if Things that are polarizing. Things they that are polarizing, but not necessarily negative on yourself. Look, she's, she's a young girl. She's having fun with it. She does one little thing. I'm not going to hate on her for that. Yeah. She fucking blew up off a head nod i wish <laughs> i wish i didn't have no I, i'm glad i shot that skit but i wish i could fucking blow up by going on my tiktok and being like yeah done 10 seconds it. of a fucking lighter and i blow up my Holy life would change shit. i'm not i don't i don't hate on anyone's grind like yeah. this earth you could sell dog shit to people and they're gonna buy it you right. can't hate on the person selling the dog shit right you gotta hate on the fucking people the that people are buying, buying the dog it. shit that's me with people with, with, with girls who have only fans i don't hate the <laughs> I don't, I don't hate the women. I hate the dudes who sign up. Like, that's I don't hate facts, it, you know? Like, that's oh, just man. how it is. So, you grew up around here? You were a Broward boy? Yeah, so I was born in New York. A lot of shit went down. You know, my, my mom uh, was arrested on interstate trafficking charges. She contracted HIV, cheating on my dad. And oh, then, then my dad got custody, took us, well, my mom got custody, took us down here. She died when we were in, we were uh, up west, West mm -hmm. Palm Beach. And then my dad got custody, sleeping on the floor, and, and and she had a bad time, was going broke at that time. But then he met my stepmom, who actually lived like ten minutes away from here, moved into mm -hmm. her crib. Mm -hmm. She ends up having a brain tumor, literally like right behind her eye, from right after my mom passed away. So. I was super independent from a young age, but I was in South Florida, say, since the age of like eight or nine-ish, yeah. So I, I'm a South Florida boy now. Yeah. I'm a Hollywood kid. I skateboarded around this place my whole childhood, getting chased by pit bulls, fighting, yeah. fucking guns pulled on us. Like, Damn, Broward bro. County is a fucking crazy place. That's a fact. When you're always in the streets doing that, crazy shit. That's crazy, man. Yeah. We got Brian Breach here. I appreciate you coming through, bro. So. Absolutely. Man, so you, you're a social media specialist then, basically. That's, that's what the focus is right now. Are, yeah. are you making skits still? Or? Uh, now the TikTok is kind of like in my purview. I'm mm -hmm. going to start fucking with it a little bit more. But it was weird because it's like I almost used the skits to get me legitimate shit. So like a lot of the people, and they, they kind of did the smart way. A lot of the skit people, the social experiment people, that's their foundation, they continued doing it. Mm -hmm. For me, I did it a little bit, but once I started blowing up in a sense and, and I'm getting real speaking gigs, paid speaking gigs, and I'm mm -hmm. getting all this legitimate stuff, 
I kind of pulled back from it mm-hmm. and I just kind of went on a year spree of all legitimate shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I miss it, you know? I did. It's good that you do what moves you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. What's your sign? Uh, Scorpio. Me too. Today's, uh, my birth- today's my birthday. Get the fuck out of here. Happy birthday, Thank bro. you, my brother. November 15th. Yeah, that's November what's up. fucking 15th. October 29th, bro. Yeah. It's something about Scorpios, bro. I, I don't want to sound like the cornball who's like super into astrology, but just all my Scorpio friends are successful, bro. I don't know that's what crazy. it is, but... How do you go about thinking of skits, bro? Because I did one skit my whole life, yeah. and it went viral. I told Tonio, I was like, Tonio, Damn. bro, I've never, I, and, and shout out to my brother, Tonio Skits. <clears throat> He's like a mad scientist, bro. I'm like, bro. He's dope as fuck. I've known him for a minute. I'm like, bro, the white, did, the, the white kid uh, speaking Spanish, we could do something. He's like, all right, come through to, to the hotel, bring your boys. I bring all my, three of my Dominican friends. Yeah. So we're there in the hotel. He's like, all right. So we're going to do, you stand here. Got the camera guy here. You stand here. You do this. Say that, bro. Yeah. And he like... Like how I would like make music or how, you know, a rapper would write bars, whatever. Like, and he was able to just, I can't think that way. Is that how you make your skits? How do you come up with it? That's exactly it. My mind, I can't sleep. You know what I mean? Like when I focus on something, all I think about, if you tell me right now, let's come up with a skit in, 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 in the podcast room. I'll write four. I'll have to contemplate it, but I, but I do have an idea, which I, which I think would actually be pretty funny. Cause have, uh, have you ever done a social experiment? What do you mean? Like, um, not, not kind of like a prank, but in the real world, in a sense. I yeah. thought of that too, and, and no, yeah. I haven't. I was thinking, like, because you speak Spanish, most people look at you, don't think you speak exactly. Spanish, bro. You go to like Davy to the whitest place, and no, like- <laughs> you actually go to the opposite. You go to the most Spanish speaking place, right? Mm-hmm. As a white guy, and you're standing in line, you know for a fact the two people in front of you <laughs> speak Spanish, and you just start doing the dumb the on the weird, phone, maybe like yeah, saying crazy shit, to, yeah, well, like arguing. Yeah, with you something. start doing like weird shit and like start barking <laughs> on the ground and yeah. let them speak, talk shit about you in Spanish. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and then and then. You know, you look like you don't know what they're saying, and oh. then you're like, and then you start speaking Spanish to them, uh, like, oh fuck, that's like, a good one. make them talk shit about yeah. you when they think you don't understand, and then yeah. hit them with like, ¿Cómo está? Yeah, 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 yeah. and they're like, oh fuck, we yeah. just talk shit about, it. and see their reactions. I thought of something yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that, like going like um, uh, <clears throat> going in like a restaurant or something, and yeah. like looking super white, like with a comb over, mm-hmm. and like pretend me being on the phone, yeah. like arguing in Spanish, like and everyone just like looking at me, like yo, what the fuck, like. Yeah. <laughs> like I seen I seen one dude. He um he was in somewhere. He was in Asian Asian country somewhere. He was he was he looks super white and um, Chinese woman comes over to him and is like like trying to explain the menu to him and basically he's like oh, what the heck? Yeah. like I don't want to say because I don't want to insult anyone. Right, right 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 right. And he just starts nailing. They're like what the fuck? Everybody all the tables are like. Holy. Are you fucking seeing this white kid speak? Like, how do you know Perfect, Cantonese like, or Mandarin, Vietnamese yeah. or whatever? Mandarin, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it was incredible. But to see those people's reactions, it's awesome. I've done some crazy shit. I've done a lot of stuff with uh, my verification badge. Mm-hmm. I actually, because I, I always felt it was like kind of silly that people care so much about a blue check mark. But it fucking helps. Oh, you, you can know get I mean? women like that. Bro. Oh, <laughs> do you have a girlfriend? I walk around. Uh, no, I'm okay. dating people, but okay. um, I walk around with that shit on my neck, showing my boot check. Yeah. No, I don't. Um, like like a charm, like <laughs> bro. I'm verified. I had a hat once that said I'm verified, but um, I basically I wanted to see if I can apply being verified to real life. So I mm-hmm. took I printed out the blue check, <laughs> and we did a couple things. I went to a restaurant, and I like they handed me a bill, and I put the blue check mark in the bill, gave it to her. She's like. What is this? And I'm like, well, I'm verified on Instagram. I, what, I, what I was told is people, when they get verified, they get free stuff because it's true. They get free shit. <laughs> I was like, so shit, whatever. We, we did that. And then I tried to get a hotel suite. But the funniest one was um, I went to Gloria Stefan's uh, house on Star Island. 
And I go in the gate and I was like, he's like, yeah, who are you here to see? And I, I was gonna show him my blue check mark, but I waited. And he's like, I'm, I'm like, I'm here to see Gloria Stefan. And he looks at me weird. He's like, what's the address? And I Googled it, got the address. He lets me in, doesn't check shit. Holy doesn't even check shit. my ID. Then we go to our gate and I got the blue check mark and I'm like, hello. And she's like, yes. I'm like, I'm here to see uh, Gloria Stefan. She's like, who are you? I was like, hold on, I got my ID. And I put the verification up to the camera. I was like, uh, I'm verified. I was told when you're verified, you just come and meet celebrities. Yeah. Fucking gate opens like the gates to heaven. <laughs> I'm like- Bro, how many views does this have? This has to be like one of your- I just posted it on TikTok like five days ago. It's at 1.1 million. Oh. It hit the For You page and it blew up. So, but it, it did okay numbers. It didn't do that great then. Mm -hmm. It's because of fucking TikTok. So um, they let us in the gate and nothing happened. The housekeeper like kicked us out and that was it. But yeah. Wow. You didn't meet her? I didn't meet her and I tried to tag her in a bunch of shit to like, to like fuck, you know, there are some celebrities like they hear their name and, and something that blows up. They'll, they'll do something cool to follow up. So I'm mm -hmm. like, yo, how sick would it be if Gloria Stefan invites me to her crib with her husband, we eat, we joke right. around about it. She don't give up. Holy she shit. She didn't reach out. I sent her a DM, nothing. Damn. I was trying bro. to, I was trying to kind of like, not capitalize, but kind of move up. And, yeah, and you gotta get celebrities to see it. your shit. Like, thank yeah. God, like the, the skit we did with Tonio, my boy uh, has a Branson deal with 50 Cent's liquor. Oh, shit. So we did was like, yo, let's pour the liquor in the beginning of the deal, yeah, uh, yeah, in yeah. the skit. He does it, right. do the skit, we send it to 50, and 50 po reposts it. And that's when it went super viral. You know that's what I'm saying? Like, yo, so I tried to get 50, so I talked about, did you watch the TED Talk or not? Yeah. So there's a small part in the TED Talk where I was I was making a joke and I was talking about being an entrepreneur and I said the 50 quote. Yeah, I said yeah. and like the great modern day philosopher of our time, mm -hmm. 50 Cent says and I got his name on like a white dude's mm -hmm. hair or whatever. I was like slow dough is better than no dough for sure. Like, you know, yeah, his, yeah. his old album from like 2001, um slow dough is mm -hmm. better and uh, I tagged him and then I hit him with the DM. I was like, "Yo, I mentioned you in my TED Talk." never checked it you know yeah. but you in order to get someone of that stature's attention it has to be tagged they got to be tagged a hundred thousand know what times. you got to do you got to yeah. find you got to find the managers right you got to send it to the managers right. that's what you got to do the first skit i ever did my most horrible one was about cardi b and i actually knew cardi b's makeup artist mm -hmm. and i posted it and that was at the time that cardi b was really posting fan shit like anytime someone does a skit about her she would post it i'm like we're gonna get this i said yo i need to tap a favor from you show this to cardi b please so i get the message yo cardi b just saw your video and the girl that was in the video i just wrote i'm like yo we're about to be posted on cardi b's fucking instagram watch she just saw it she fucking cracked up she thought it was hilarious even though i thought it was fucking horrible yeah Never posted it, never saw it, never said Damn. shit again. <laughs> and I just posted it on TikTok and it's like at like 3,000 views. Fuck it, it's over. Damn, it's bro. over. No more no more yeah. Cardi B connection for me. So we hear, is, is that, is so social media, is this, that company is your main baby right now? That's like, where the that's money, the main... yeah, that's where the money's coming in from, but I'm always expanding, trying to do different stuff, you know? Yeah. I just bought a crib, I'm trying to get into some real estate stuff. Um, yeah, the social media stuff, helping people on publications, you know, mm -hmm. I actually been able to help people get verified lately. Mm -hmm. um, all kinds of stuff so that's where the money came in once corona hit you got to focus on on what you can now i know so so many people that parlayed I, you know uh from black violin kev you ever heard of black violin famous violinist group that that sounds familiar uh, yeah well they were performing they i mean their shows were insane they were getting ridiculous amounts of money per show and corona hit they had to slow down 
he went back to doing being a real estate agent selling houses you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's like a famous violinist who doesn't need to do this you have to pivot and you got to be smart you know what that's I mean? me bro yeah i have to do 20 20 clubs a month you know out of the 30 <laughs> days and and it's crazy because my march was projected my march was set up to be the biggest month of my career fuck financially bro what'd you Crazy. pivot to other than the podcast right when corona hit and you had to make money this is the thing bro thank god i live way below my means and this is right. this apartment is paid for oh shit. so i don't have any rent Smartest i just pay an association i bought this from an old lady a long time ago renovated it and shit so that's paid for and you know little dj private side hustles here and there and 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 um put mad money in the stock market you yeah. know it was a this corona shit forced me to start the podcast it forced me to start fucking with the stock market right. i'm so mad i didn't yeah. do it more in my 20s yeah. you know what i mean like me too we're right but, in the same boat bro you know what i mean but yeah. it's i'm not gonna lie i'm struggling with the pivot right i'm struggling with the pivot because i can get views easily like i have a following easily but as far right. as like you know i wish every like was worth a dollar that'd be good you know what i mean but it's it's trying to find a way to monetize things and it's, it's tricky it's, yeah it's, the it's podcast right now is at the level where you know i got some emails is at the level right now where i could make you know i might bleep this out but i could make a month right. which is whatever it's good it's good but i don't want to litter it with it's only three months old it's like my baby i don't want right. to litter it with ads yet you know right. i want to build like a fan base first before i start but yeah man i'm trying to figure it out i'm just a dj i have so many people in nightlife because right. you know miami is a, is a very you know a hospitality market like a lot of people work in hospitality yeah. bro so when that goes in this market like a lot of you know i know a lot of nightlife people a lot of people are trying to figure it out man and right and yeah, so I'm not gonna lie, I'm still trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and but things are opening up slowly but surely, and right. and you know we'll get to it. Reminds me but, of the Social Network movie where he was like, when they created Facebook, he was like, they were like, yo, we need to make money, we need to monetize, and he's like, it's young, we don't know what it is yet. Like your podcast, right, right. I don't know what it can be yet. It could be bigger. I don't want, I don't want to turn people off right away. So hold off for a little bit and, and just see what happens it'll blow right. up man i come from i come from radio to where they yeah. try to whore everything out with advertisers everything. and ads and yeah. and and you're, you're ruining the experience for the listener bro like right. let them fall in love with you first right then the ads that you do run they they trust you with the ads right. you know and and you keep everything organic and natural to yourself you know right. but yeah it's like a it's like a music artist like you sign to a label put out that one hit that, that mm -hmm. you don't like let it fucking blow up capture mm -hmm. your audience then hit it with all your personal tracks exactly you know? or you go the other way and, and do start doing songs with ariana grande now just for the money but it doesn't yeah. you're not making the music that connects you see it right you see so many you know i don't want to say any names but you see artists that have hits like billboard hits but they don't have a fan base they can't nice. sell tickets you know oh yeah i'll say you know uh, probably bleep his name out too but i'll say like jason derulo is the first person i could think of he's blown to, the fuck to, up on tiktok TikTok is a different game yeah, yeah but i'm saying before tiktok yeah. like he's someone who has billboard top charting songs right and he can't sell out a tour for anything Fuck. you know what i mean so it's like crazy yeah, it's, yeah one of my boys went through that he um he had vocals on a hit record he toured all around the uk blew the fuck up I me mean, he did like i don't know 200 some odd cities i think made a ton of money they wouldn't sign him because he didn't have a fan base or enough social media at that time imagine you have a almost platinum record you're touring 200 cities in the uk and they won't sign you it's he's on reality shows they won't sign him simply because he didn't have a fan but he didn't have that core base right came comes back to america and goes back to rapping over here wow man. fucking crazy That's man. Nuts. how do you feel about the music game right now like you said <sighs> your, your album you know you had mickey fax and, yeah. and and chris rivers yeah 
that's big pun son right for the yeah. people who don't know yeah that's you know so i would you're, you're like me like we have kind of the same you know right. taste i like so good hip-hop, you, yeah. right exactly so how do you feel about the climate now are you it's just it seems like social media has has you know added plays a part in this but it just right. seems like it's fast food like the music is fast food right let's just put it out put it out see what happens if it doesn't work put out a next song next week see what happens see it's like music is like a meme a song right. is like a meme now right. you know right. what i mean like yeah. there's no time let's not take the time to right. to cook it right to garnish the food and for me what it takes me sometimes it'll take me a month to make a whole song right. because i'm gonna put saxophones i'm gonna mix it right and i'm gonna make sure i get goosebumps with it but now it's not like that anymore. it's not like that anymore yeah. bro like, i'm getting sad about hip-hop a little bit because during the good time of hip-hop you know you had you had the you know the soldier boys come in you had this and people were like oh garbage hip-hop oh this garbage hip-hop but the real hip-hop was always there it was always the foundation like it the led lyrics. that was the they were the leaders you always, always had the, the gimmicky songs you yes. know what I mean? like right and then people would talk shit like nah hip-hop ain't that look, look hip-hop is is what it is but you always had the lyricists you always had this now it's not that anymore like the lead is this bullshit like this mm -hmm. fucking, I don't even know what to call it anymore. It's not even mumble rap anymore. It's like a whole different thing of like offbeat rapping. I'm not going to name no names, yeah, but like yeah, yeah. completely offbeat rapping. The songs are garbage. The lyrics are garbage. And I'm listening to it. And I've heard that stuff 10 years ago. Right. But now this is what the younger generation think hip hop is. So if right. you say, what is hip hop? to the younger generation, right. they're gonna name the most garbage rappers. I'm like, what about somebody with lyrics? Like, that's like, not even there. That took time, because the thing is, like right. I said, it's fast food, these kids are making these songs, all these these kids are not even writing anything down. Right. Like, the process is different. They just go in there, they make eight songs a night. I can't even imagine going in one studio session and coming out with eight songs. That just means you're going in, just throwing some shit together and, and right. mixing it, making sure it thumps and just putting it out. You, you know, know what I mean? Like It's crazy. And you, see, you ever see the comment under, like, uh, you could bleep it out, but like, a, a, a little, I don't know what your thoughts are, but like a little Uzi Vert, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you see the comments are like, yo, he's the illest lyricist. And I'm like, huh? Like, do mm -hmm. you, I'm not saying he's a bad artist or anything, but right. like, do you know what real lyrics are? Do you know what lyricism is? Right. It's like, it's not Uzi Vert, you know what I'm saying? That's right. not, and I'm not hating him. He, he's an entertainer. I think he's a good dude, but like, that's not, you know, and I'm not saying that's not hip hop because there's different right. forms of hip hop, but the lyrical dope shit, these young kids don't understand what it is it's like. It's like they're used to the fast food. So it's like, if you put prime 112 in front of them, uh -huh. like they don't even know, they, hate that, they don't even know that it's prime one. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like, they fucking hate it. Like they're like, oh, I don't know, too much lyrics, too much thinking. Like, but that's what hip hop is. Right. But that's the problem is that these kids don't really want to think. They oh. just want to feel good. Yeah. You know what I mean? and it fucking makes me sad right? and, and what's even worse is that the, the 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 these kids are all this generation is all on downers so yeah. like they're all half asleep making these songs anyway yeah, yeah. so like it's just about you know their voice is just another instrument on a beat really right. now so you know that's how people are listening to it it's almost like blues it just feels good it's mm -hmm. like the melodies the melodies are dope they know how to put together melodies but they're just oh, gonna the and just yeah. it's gonna be nothing you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. Man, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Exactly. The, the melodies are dope. Yeah. I've heard some dope ass shit and I'm like, whoa. Right. Put put a Royce the five nine on there or put a fucking You gotta Kendrick think of it as, as a as just a beat with no lyrics on right. it and just the, the vocal that you hear is just another instrument on the beat. That's right. how you have to listen to the right, song. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's ah. it's it's crazy, bro. Cause I, kills I me, man. yeah, man, it's nuts. Fucking mumble rap. Get the yeah, fuck out of here. Yeah, bro. What were you <laughs> what are your top what are your um let's say your top five of all time oh man okay <laughs> top five all time so big puns always my number one are you puerto rican no i'm uh, just a 
Okay. What, like, so, so long story short, my real last name, not Breach, is of German origin. My family is Jewish, but I have my okay. own religious beliefs. You okay. know what I mean, I have family that was killed in the Holocaust. So, so I'm along that line, but mm-hmm. I consider myself American. But okay. who the fuck, you know? But okay. when I say I'm American, someone's like, you got to be from somewhere. I'm like, okay. yeah, I'm fucking American. Okay. Well, usually people wouldn't put Big Pun in their top in their number one he's but yeah. i can't be mad at him being in yeah. anywhere in your top five so there's right. nothing wrong with that pun to me big l mm. um i fucking love big l man before mm-hmm. he passed um pun big l i would say uh i'm gonna be cliche and say tupac and biggie to me like like whether his albums fell off or not i have to put m in there because mm-hmm. when i smoke and others in eminem even the garbage tracks i'm just i yeah. still get blown away yeah like it's still blows me the fuck away royce the five nine to me yeah is top it's technically perfect. Yeah. It's technically like the, the Bro. If, if, if you, because if, if you look at rap as a sport right. and like putting words together, technically they're performing the sport perfectly, like right. syllables. And if you want to get geeky about it, you know, it's, it's, it's literally technically perfect. Right. But so, okay, Eminem, Royce the 5'9. M, Royce, Pun, uh, who did I say? Did I have a four? I think I have four, right? Big L. Big L. And then, damn, let's throw somebody new in there. Like, it kind of lately kind of goes back and forth with me. It, it's been like the Cole and the Kendrick, you know what I mean? Even though they still feel too new to me Bro, to say that. You no, know, it's crazy that they're OGs. I know that's what's they're crazy. OGs. I feel like it's. I feel like it's recent. They just came out, but they've been in the game for a minute now. Bro, they came out oh 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 eight oh nine. What so what? Fuck? Twelve years ago already. Time is crazy. moving crazy. Bro. I know. I don't even know what's going on with time anymore. I can't calculate it. I can't slow it down. It just keeps going. You know what I mean? Yep. And but but and lately, who I've been bumping heavy is um, what's his name? Joyner Lucas. I've been bumping heavy. Okay. His last album, I fucking loved it. He's like a. Uh, he reminds me of an M. Yeah. He's a young, influenced oh, by M. His, it's his crazy. What is that song? He, he has the song with Ashanti. He led with his single, that. Um, and he literally took the same format as that Eminem song, mm, Falling Slowly. It's pretty dope. I'm not sure which one that is, but I know the one that, that blew him up was the racist. The, I'm not a racist Right, right, right. right. Yeah. That was the two perspectives. That, see, that's one thing I do miss, like storytelling music. People that, that wrote stories. That's like, why I like it. Did you see the Will Smith video he did? So he yeah. did a video, Will. it's called The Power of Will, I believe. He, and then he, the video is so dope. He's talking about how Will Smith's his idol. And it blows up on social media. And then Will Smith hops on the remix. Mm-hmm. Like, he's talking about You're My Idol. He does a whole video showing him as a bad boy, mm-hmm. uh, a showman in bad boy's pursuit of happiness. Like, he's dressed as Will Smith, going through phases of Will Smith's career. Wow. And, and then Will Smith jumps on it. I mean, you have to be... He, he literally posted on social media like, I can't fucking believe this. Like, my right. idol just jumped on a track with me. This is fucking crazy. That's nuts. You know what I mean? So that's the power of social media. He's smart. He leveraged that. He knew right. when he put 100 grand into this Will Smith video, because they did it real smooth. It may mm-hmm. be less than that, but he put a lot of money into it. It was so smooth. I'm like, what a fucking dope video. I knew Will Smith was going to touch it. I mm-hmm. knew it. And this is the power mm-hmm. of social media. That's why I fucking, mm-hmm. you know, social media has its cons, but the fucking power of social media is just so profound and amazing. When else could a regular person, I mean, obviously, Jordan Lucas yeah, is not yeah. regular, but like me and you could, if our shit is big enough, Will yeah. Smith will see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I always think about like, imagine if our parents had like, you know, social media and like my mom could DM Prince. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like these women could DM Trey Songs or DM whoever they want and they'll get a response and like, oh, now I'm in. Three days later, I'm in Trey Song's apartment. You know what I mean? Like now, like imagine, bro, if our parents could fucking bro, DM, you know. My dad would have been a hippie trying to f- fucking DM John Lennon smoking weed. 
Imagine, imagine our parents had cameras where we can see the shit. Sounds that like they a skit. Did. Why does that? Yeah. Why does this sound like kind of like a skit to me? Yeah, it's a good like, one. I got some. If our parents had social media, like how it would have been? Yo, that's a great one. Actually, I don't think I don't. I don't recall anyone shot that kind of skit yet. If our parents had social media, like our mom DMing Elvis, like yeah. see, like yeah. I always <laughs> wanted to do a skit about um, if if the movie stuff happened in real life. Like, you ever watch Breaking Bad? Yeah, or like I, didn't, any, I didn't finish it. Any, any crime show, like he goes and murders someone and walks off, and it, it's like the most amazing scene. No cameras, nothing caught it, but fucking reality. There's 18 cameras. He would have been in jail within 24 right. hours. But it's a, <laughs> like to show what really would have happened right, right. in a scenario where you break into someone's house and murder them. It would be a ring doorbell That's catching hilarious. his face. He goes to jail the next day. So hard to be a criminal now, man. You. There isn't, it's, it's fucking impossible. I get, that's why I get jealous when I watch like cocaine cowboys of Miami in the eighties. I'm oh like, bro, God. I would have easily been moving mad kilos on a boat. Bro. I was you born. just pull up with a boat with cocaine and with millions of dollars. It like was, yeah, right there. Fucking, I seen cocaine cowboys one, two, one with Griselda Blanco. Mm-hmm. I personally believe, and I truly believe in my heart. You ever watch Boardwalk Empire on HBO? Mm. It's one of my favorite shows. Okay. It's all about the gangster era, real mm. characters, Nucky Thompson, Al Capone, Meyer Lansky, all those guys. And, um, I truly believe in my heart I was born in that era because I hear music from the show and they only use 1920 shows. Like Peaky Blinders is from that era, but they use modern music. Mm-hmm. Peaky Blinders is another gangster show. No, I know that one. But, okay, so Boardwalk Empire, they use only music from the 20s. I remember watching that show and I would get nostalgic. And you know, you only get nostalgic over shit that you've been through. Right. You know what I mean? I'm getting nostalgic and I'm like feeling a certain kind of way and sentimental over a specific song. I'm like, fuck are you doing like yeah you never even heard this song this is from the 20s right and i like i, I truly believe i would have been a with. heavy gangster in that time and i would have fucking profited and, and done well in prohibition but instead i'm here in the 2000s yeah. plugging away on tiktok on fucking tiktok <laughs> fucking tiktok <laughs> real. man i'd rather be fucking driving around with tommy i'm kidding i'm kidding yeah, guys yeah don't emulate me not nah, for real or, or the women that you could crack a joke and then they could crack a joke on top of your joke. You know what I mean? And yeah. there's like, you know, chemistry in that sense. It's hard to find. Oh, bro. it's hard to find. When you can go down a rabbit hole with a girl, it's 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 amazing. I, I, I was on this other podcast called The Adulting Podcast mm-hmm. and they were asking me like, so it was hard to find a girl in South Florida and I have this whole fucking chart in my head. Wow, like, t- tell me this because I have my <laughs> opinions as well. Yeah, so so this these numbers are not accurate and ladies, if you hear this, this applies to men as well. So mm-hmm. it's not just women. So basically it's like this, let's just take the number 200,000. So you go out there in the world in South Florida, you're a guy in South Florida and you know there are 200,000 women that are available to you, right? Mm-hmm. That you could possibly date. Mm-hmm. Now you start breaking down the numbers because we live in fucking South Florida. Mm-hmm. This also applies to LA, New York. So 100,000 are taken, gone, boom. You're down to, I mean, literally out of 200,000, okay. 100,000 are taken. Okay. I'm rolling then, so far, I'm rolling. Then you got, then let's break that down. Then you have in, in the world of South Florida, let's say you don't want to date a girl with kids, which may be tricky, but let's say you don't. Let's say you're a guy that you dated girls with kids, you're over it, you want to date a girl that doesn't have a kid. 50,000 or more has kids. Now you're down to 50,000. Now let's break it down. If you're looking for a wifey, like it, it depends on what you're looking for. When I'm single, I don't care if you have kids. I don't give a fuck mm-hmm. if you strip. I don't give a fuck if you have an OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. We're just having fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun. But if I'm looking for a specific wifey, then it's different. Now, South Florida, a lot of people do drugs. Mm-hmm. Smoke weed, it's cool. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people do drugs in South Florida. So let's just say another tw- uh, <laughs> half of that. And you keep breaking it down by half. Right. So now you're at 25,000. You don't want to mess with these girls to do drugs. And then you have, uh, let's say, let's say you've dated girls in the nightlife. Cool. 
but you don't want to do it anymore. You don't want a girl that stays till six in the morning with 8,000 dudes hitting on her all night. Now you're down to like 17,000. Now you keep breaking down the fucking numbers with, with things that, that, that aren't in your repertoire and what you want. You're literally at like 20 left in the entire fucking city. <laughs> There's 20. Now, how do you fucking find those 20? It ain't easy. You have to go on social media. You got to do this. And now what we were just talking about, about the mentality and going down rabbit holes, you don't know if they have the same mentality as you. So now mm -hmm. you got, let's say out of those 20, you find 10 of them. And let's say you go on 10 dates. Five of those dates, they don't have the same mentality. They don't have the same drive, the, the uh, entrepreneur spirit. Now you got five left. Now there's five girls possibly with the same mentality. Out of the 200,000. Out of 200,000 that maybe don't do drugs, don't have kids. Nothing wrong with having kids, ladies. Right. But Nothing maybe, wrong with doing drugs either. Yeah, We're not no, judging you. Yeah, well, no, one, no one's <laughs> judging you. I'm just saying when you're ready for that relationship and you're over the bullshit of things you've experienced in the past, that's it. Um, and then you got three. And then, you know, you get to know the girl. And then in three months, she's the most amazing girl on earth. But then you found out she murdered three people. And then there's one left. Right. How the fuck do you find that one? It's like finding a needle in a yeah. haystack. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, that's my crazy concoction of, of my thoughts about dating in South Florida. It is tricky as shit down here. It's tough. And, and you know, the thing about South Florida, I love South Florida. I fucking, I, I grew up here. I love it. But I've seen people come from like Midwest states that are wholesome girls and like never seen a club before in their life. And when they get to South Florida... They get sucked into the South Florida vacuum, I call it. Yep. And that is the nightlife, drugs, mm -hmm. showing off, fucking with bouncers or, or, or club owners and, and, you know, dealing. A superficial. Superficial bullshit. Dudes that want to find girls to spend money on. Because over here, they're able to see the finer things. In, Midwest, in the Midwest, you're yeah. not going to see yachts. Yeah. You're not going to, oh, I want to be this this girl on the yacht. Right. And why can't this be me? Like, exactly. they're living life to the max. Exactly. And, and then, you know, and not saying it's compromising your morals, but then sometimes you'll have a dude like, oh that girl's fine as fuck i don't want a relationship let me throw 10 grand at her take her here take her there and see if she bites and not all of them bite but some fucking bite yeah. and i don't want the girl that bites you know what i mean mm -hmm. i want a girl that's like fuck you i'm an entrepreneur mm -hmm. i do my own shit i get it, my, yeah, get on I my get own. it myself and i love that oh, shit they exist it's so hard to find it's hard to find here it's so hard but it is it's good. tricky i want to be with a girl that when we fucking team up we are like a super couple she mm -hmm. knows i'm an entrepreneur i know she's a, an entrepreneur she's gonna help me in my endeavors i'm gonna help her ass in her endeavors and we blow up like fucking superman and lois mm -hmm. lane that's Fact. what i want want to find Facts. and it's tricky as fuck to find in south florida yeah. i love this place to death and i've dated amazing girls i've dated not so amazing girls but if you could find a girl nowadays that will help you get to where you want to be and you know girls want to find men that are stable get stable but have a girl elevate you and then when you bring you get in her life make sure she's where she wants to be right. then you elevate her and that's right. the point right you know it's and you know, and it's hard too because the thing is over here is beauty is common. Yeah. Like there's so many beautiful women here. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's it's, it's a diamond dozen. You know yeah. Saying? Like it's and and the thing is is it's someone who's in nightlife who works in nightlife. You you see Fuck the most beautiful women. Yeah. But they're just you know it's so sad to see these beautiful women that have no brain. Oh, they're yeah. bobas, bro. They have nothing yeah. to talk about. They have no right. wit. They have nothing going on. Right. But they're beautiful. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like. It's, you're and, right it's tricky and a lot of men want trophies like a lot of men don't mm. give a fuck if a girl is is just pretty with no brains you know what i mean yeah. they'll, they'll they'll go after it and it, it's 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 easy you know money talks these days literally there was actually a show on tv called money talks it's yeah. it's, it's the absolute truth but you know and i have another another theory another epiphany that what's i had the, that, what's the theory that where okay so the new i would say 25 
and under. Right. The, these women, the 25 and under women, I would say even 26 are for us because I believe these new men that are 26, they, they're... They don't know how to speak. Girls like, tell me that all the time. I've had multiple women say like, yeah. like they'll like, never date a guy that's 25, 26, 27. They want 30 and up. It's like, we, it's like, I mean, I would assume we're around the same age. Yeah. Like, you know, but it, it's I'm 78. You say what? I'm 78. 78. I'm just fucking around there. I was, I was <laughs> 80. I said, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm 88, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, um, so, yeah. so, uh, damn, where was I going with that? Um, so yeah, like all all these new dudes, they're 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 unable right. to hold a conversation. Facts. They're unable to make them like like they're they're awkward. Right. You know what I mean. So yeah. when women those those women get around people like us who are able to make them laugh and hold a conversation and Love and, it. and make plans. Like I've had so many of these women say they want you to make the plan. They these, don't. These yeah. new dudes are like, so what do you want to do? Exactly. Like, like they don't know that. how to lead. They're like yeah. they're, they have a lot of femininity right. in them. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right. these new dudes. So. That's another thing why I'm not in a rush. I haven't been in a rush more in my life because... <laughs> Me too. You know? Yeah. How many DMs you get a day, man? It's crazy out there, bro. <laughs> Yo, that blue check mark, you know what I'm saying? It's, bro, yeah. Women, it, yeah. it's so superficial. But there's women who literally sleep with you because only you have a blue check. I was I was hanging with a girl that literally started telling people. And we only we only chilled like one time. She started fucking telling people that... Uh, Oh, Brian Breach has helped me with my career. I'm like, what? I didn't say anything. <laughs> First of all, I'm trying to help myself with my career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm making money, but mm -hmm. those hundred some odd thousand followers doesn't mean that I just got a hundred thousand sitting around in a fucking cash box. Well, maybe yeah. at some point it did, but you know, yeah, she starts telling people this, and I'm like, just because I got a blue check mark, you're telling people I'm gonna go out and help you with career. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. The second I hear that kind of shit, like I will spend money on a girl, no doubt, any day of the week if she's not after it. If mm. I voluntarily want to spend the money on her, it, it make makes me want to do it. Exactly. You know, and and when the girl like I I don't let girl pay I don't let girls pay for dinner if we go out on a date. But when she offers, that shit makes me like, yeah. oh I fuck. Yeah. When I see her, re when I see them not reach for anything, be like, let's mm. split it. Even if she's doing it as a manipulation tool, just to see what I'm right. gonna do, I'm almost okay with that. But if you just sit back and like take that, take that fucking check and pay for it, and I look at you and I don't see you reaching, I don't see you doing that little reach. Nah, fuck that. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it at all. I want to see a girl make a slight bit of effort. I want to see a girl that we move in together. Look, should a dude pay the bills? Yeah, I guess. But I want to hear a girl say, "Look, baby, I know." I know you said you're going to pay all the bills, but look, let me handle the electric and water. Let me pay you half the I just want to hear something. Even if it's like, you know what? You told me that you want to pay all the bills, but let me get the food. Right. Let, let me pay for the food. If right. I hear that kind of shit out of a girl, I'm like, right. fucking love you, baby. Right. You're amazing. Right. I don't like, yeah. yeah. I want to, you know what I do? I want to meet a, I haven't, I haven't met her yet. I want to meet a woman who lives on her own. <laughs> you ever like, met a girl like, that, I, that lives I, on her own? I, 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 you know, and. Fuck. I mean, no, you know what? I know women who live with roommates. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. but a girl who just has her own apartment. Right. Or I want to meet a female who's a homeowner. Facts. A bachelorette who's a homeowner. I don't think I've ever met that. I don't. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I'm I have either. I'm a bachelor. Either. I'm a homeowner. I know yeah. men who live by themselves. Maybe they're not homeowners. But, yeah. you know, like. I don't think I have either, actually, now that I'm thinking about ladies, it. Ladies, if you're a bachelorette and you're a homeowner. Ladies. Please. Like, I want to highlight you. I want to have you on the podcast because you're definitely interesting. Just call, based off that. call in the show right now. Yeah, no, facts. <laughs> Damn, yo, that's fucking crazy. But now that I'm thinking about it, I've had girls that lived on their own. I've had girls that live with their parents. Cool, you know, it depends on how independent they are. And what's weird is I've met girls that are like, 
23, 24, 25 that hold like incredible conversations that are more mature than girls that I've met that are like 33 sometimes. Facts. It's weird. You just never know. It really dep- it, it depends on the environment they're grown up, uh, they grew up in or it depends on how much they've been through in life at a younger age. I almost rather a girl go through a lot of shit when she's younger. So when she gets to 23, 24, 25, she's like, I'm over that fucking shit. She's not bright-eyed like, oh yeah. my God, a yacht. Right. Like, oh my God, a, a, a football player who has... From right. 1942, like I love a uh, yeah a woman who's just not impressed. Right, like, one of the girls that I that I dated, um, she started late in life. She didn't do the clubbing thing when she was 21, 22, 23. She started doing it when she was like 28, 29, 30, and got sucked in. And I'm like, mm. look, I'm not saying don't go clubbing, but you know if you're with somebody, go with him or experience it together, or so on and so forth. But when you're starting that clubbing life at 21, I mean 29, 30, 31, 32, that's a problem for me. I'm talking about yeah. wifey. If right, we're right, just right. hooking up, I don't, again, yeah. if we are hooking up, I do not, ladies, I don't give a fuck if you're stripping with an OnlyFans and, and <laughs> And, and you got to do throwing your money. It doesn't matter to me. But if I'm specifically looking for wifey, I am not dealing with that shit. Yo, so, all right. So, I want to ask you a question, bro. What how up? do you, how, the women that you're just hooking up with, <laughs> what do you tell them? Like, how do you have this conversation with them? I, I could let you, you know. I'm honest. Like, That's what Me it too. Is. I'm very, yeah. we're, I guess we're both Scorpios. I'm yeah. very brash. You know, to me, I say that, I, and this is what I tell women that I, I deal with. I bet it's going to be the same fucking thing that I say. Go. I just, no, I say a Kanye line. I say, you know, deception is the only felony. So, like, I, I, as long as I don't lie to you, I, I could sleep at night. You know what I'm saying? Right. I feel like I haven't done nothing wrong to you. So, right. I'll, if I'm feeling like I, I'm, this might happen, or I'm feeling like I want to be with someone else, or I'm feeling like I'm going to tell you. Right. You know what I mean? The worst, the, what you're not, I'm not going to do is lie to you. You don't have to worry about that. Right. You know what I mean? So, but I've had problems navigating with... You know, because it does seem like, you know, my lately, you know, maybe the last two years, it, I, I jumped from three year relate, three year fling. I'll call it a fling. I don't even call it a relationship. Three yeah. years here, two months with this one, three months with this one, two months with this one, like little. And I call it, I guess, just dating people. You know, I don't like to, you know, deal with multiple women at one time. Right. But I would say that, you know, just my dating periods have been like yeah. fling like, you know right. what I'm saying? So me, me too. L- lately. Yeah. Right. I'm over the I'm over it, bro. Right. Yeah. So how do you how do you deal with you know a female and let her know that look do you tell her are are you is because I look at it like an interview right like I look at it like I'm gonna we're dating and then maybe a month into it I'll know if she's wifey or not or if this is just a date you know I don't know if you do you know off rip if you're gonna go the wifey route or you're gonna just I know fairly quick okay yeah I know fairly quick but here's the thing so. When you're single, like, so I've been single for a while and I know I don't want to be in a relationship right now. I just know it. I just right. have that feeling. Right. And so, that has nothing to do with the women. Yeah. It's, it's you. Yeah. Some, it's just, yeah. I'm, right. I'm super focused right now. I'm trying to get shit really fucking moving and things are moving. Um, so, but here's the thing. Even though you're single, you still want companionship. You still want to mm. hang out with someone. You still want to have somebody in your presence. And I can't just allow anyone in my presence. Like, right. they still have to be... I don't want to say some type of standard. They have to meet. Yeah, they have to meet a standard. So what I typically would say is like, let's say I get into like a DM conversation with someone and we're super flirting, and Mm -hmm. I know there's a vibe there, and I know like they may think I want a relationship, but I know I don't. So I'll hit them with, and this isn't any kind of manipulation. This is real. This is what I believe. And I'm like, listen. So here's the situation. Like, I don't want to be in a relationship right now 
You say that off the DM, off the first conversation. Well, it it's not like let's meet out and have a drink first, and then you get that off. You get that off before the, even the first meetup. It depends on how the conversation goes. Gotcha. If I feel like it's a cool vibe, and but I could tell I don't want to wife that person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm hanging out with a girl that she's super on the club scene. She's half naked, and every you know every time she goes out yeah. and in every picture, and that's fine for for some girls. But as wifey, I'm not going to do it. Right. But. You're she's, fine. She's You're am- fine as shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's amazing. I still want to hang out. Yeah. So I'll be like, listen, I'm, I'm not looking for a relationship at the moment, but you know, being that I'm single, I still, I still love the company of someone that's amazing. That's sweet. That's caring. You know, I, I still want to, I still want to vibe with someone, you know, if you're in that, in that mm-hmm. mindset and, and I'd say 99% of the time, like, Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, they'll, they'll people will bounce off you what you're saying. Right. So, cause I said it and I don't know if it's cause they want to save face or they just still want to chill with me. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll say something like, Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I'm not looking for a relationship either, but I'd love to hang out with you. Right. And I've literally, like you said, you have those, I don't want to say flings or dating so or whatever, you, for like a year and a half, two years. Sometimes I've done some bro. I bro. Yeah. I'm, I've literally, Many times. I, I've yeah. done that. I had that for a year. Right. And I had a, 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 a woman, you know, after a year, she, she broke down in tears on my couch and was like, yo, I have somebody that wants to take me out. Oof. And I'm like, yo, go. Uh, like you know what I'm saying? Like you're welcome to that go. You said that, right? Yeah, right. But it's just honest because we're not together. I don't Straight want my up. cake and eat it too. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. So how do you go about not doing relationship things with the person who you've told that you're not looking for a relationship? Because <laughs> at the end of the day, bro, all women, you know, I'm sure you've had to deal with this too. All women are are eventually going to catch feelings if there's a vibe. You know, they the, always the, do. Right, and, and sometimes and, I do. And yeah. they could front like they're yeah. not going to catch feelings. You right. know what I'm saying? But it almost always happens if, if if you're hanging out for once you hit that one month mark right she's gonna start feeling like oh shit he doesn't want to relate you know what i mean right. so how do you navigate that once i get in the pattern of you know come to my house and we start having it usually it's usually like a movie night you know it's typically mm-hmm. like there are girls that i've hung out with you know once every couple of weeks and it's almost like we get to the point where we know what's up but mm-hmm. there are other girls that they do want to, you know, be taking a dinner every once in a while. So we'll do that. And then we'll go mm-hmm. back and hang out at my mm-hmm. house, you know. Um, but there are situations where I'll tell them, honest, you know, the honest truth. Like, I'm really not in the going out mindset right now. Like, I'll tell them 100% honest. I'm mm-hmm. not in the going out mindset right now. You know, I, I just kind of want to stay low key. If you're down to stay low key, you know, mm-hmm. hang out every once in a while. I would love to vibe with you. And 99% of the time, they're they're okay because they... I don't know if it's me or they just love the honesty, know, the honesty or, or they love conversing with me because I, I've always felt like I had to gift the gap. And I, you know, when I talk to girls, like you said, girls mm-hmm. are blown away when a man can speak, right? Girls are blown away when you DM them you with make intelligent them shit, yeah. right? Most of these dudes will send a fucking dick pic or be like, yo, what's up? A fire emoji. It's, <laughs> it's the fucking stupidest shit. Yeah. When I write girls, like if I choose to write a girl, it's been a while since I DM the girl right. out of nowhere. But when I choose to write a girl, I strategize in a, in a clever way. You're a Scorpio, not, dog. Yeah. I'm the same way, right. bro. It's like and writing bars. It's like writing a verse. Like, is. how are you going to... And it's not in a manipulating way at all. It's, right. I'm going to go to her page. I'm going to see what her bio says. I'm going to see what field she's in. I'm going to see what, what she's doing. I'm going to see if she's been to a specific club I've been to. And the, you have to hit them with something. And this is all psychology and, and connecting. You got to hit them with something that they relate to. Like, if I if I was just at this club, Astra, and they were just Astra, they just posted a picture, maybe I'll hit them with, yo, it's crazy. I was actually just there. Did you see the the, the, the crazy person running around? But whatever. Or I'll see what they do in their bio, and if they're in the medical field, I'll come up with something clever. Hey, did you right. take the NCLEX? You know right. what I mean? Like, 
what how the fuck brian do you know about the NCLEX? Right. and that's some medical test i did that with someone some some girl tried to catfish me a long time ago and she was on some like i'm a dentist this and that and i knew she was fake i was like call me she said, oh, i can't call you right now and i was like you're a dentist right and she's like yeah i'm like so um how was it when you took the end mcnap to i'm just making this <laughs> yeah, up yeah, yeah. Uh, the end mcnap test she's like what do you mean i'm like you fucking lying catfishing <laughs> bitch i was like if you were a real dentist you would know what the end of the test yeah, is yeah. you fucking catfish fuck but yeah it, when I see that show Catfish, I don't understand. Like, if someone doesn't call you within a couple week period of time or FaceTime you, they're a fucking catfish. End of show. Right. So anyway, that's a whole other subject. Yeah, but there's, but there's so many guys out there, bro, that are just so catfishable. Like, bro, they're so sending... And, they're, and know what's crazy? They're sending these women money. That's why there's so the many fake, wo- fake like, women accounts. Like, I'm about to make a fake account of a bad bitch and just try Facts. to, like, ask these dudes for money because it's like... Yeah. There's so... And, 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 I, and I, millions. I say it all the time, but yeah. there's a stat that it's like the top 20% of men get 80% of the women. Say that again. The top, the, the 20%? top 20% of men get 80% of the women. Right. What, what's the, the top twenty percent of men? The, in what way? The top, whatever you would consider the alpha males, whether <laughs> oh, okay. the, the, the top, you. the most, the top twenty most valuable okay, men. Okay, yeah, that's okay. Get eighty percent of the women. Yeah, that makes sense. So you're yeah, okay. so you're left with eighty percent of men. Yeah. That are just struggling to Fuck. to you know whether they have to use money, they have to overcompensate with certain things. They don't. I've, I actually feel bad for some like like I don't like when I was a kid, you know, growing up, I always felt like. when i'm like first grade second grade third grade i always crushes on girls and like i notice girls like me but i'm i never thought they like me and then when you get to a certain age where you start getting confidence you start noticing they like you and i've always been lucky enough where you know girls did come in my direction and i think about like what if i didn't have that the personality or the gift of gab or i was able to like would my life be like more sad you know what i mean like if i got older and i knew all these years i couldn't pull into girls like it's cool to be able to attract the opposite sex. It makes you feel good sometimes. So I actually feel bad for some guys that don't have the right gift of gab. I wouldn't mind teaching courses on how to speak to women. I've thought about that, bro. I've thought about that. But then there's Will Smith and Hitch. Facts. Or there's the pickup artists. There's guys who literally break it it down and shit. But there's, you know, uh, but some men don't have the gift of gab. But guess what? They know how to make money. And if, you know, you want to impress women with your money, then everyone has, every man of value has something that they use to get, you know, Right. what i mean and i can't i can't fault you bro if you want to you know be on your yacht and yeah. try to you know what i mean like you ever had like a lot of cash in your wallet and then you go to pay the bill and you're like just just, just let her see all the bills in the wallet shit you never me, went that far no yeah i mean no. <laughs> i lost my freaking my bro i only had one physical i i, I mean people know i'm a dj so yeah, a lot yeah. of times like i'm and, and i'm sure you're the same way is that you'd rather just get their instagram so you could kind of they could research you that's all like, i do and they could see he's a man of value i'm not even gonna right. get your phone number like give me your instagram i like, haven't gotten a phone number in like a decade yeah. it's always been instagram my boys actually make fun of me but like they're like yo you only get girls instagram i was like i get everyone's instagram right. like dude's got like when i i don't exchange numbers anymore you know what i mean right like maybe after Through you know, dm let me get your number and yeah yeah and yeah if you're sending me nudes i don't want you to go through dm send me the nudes on the text yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. snapchat yeah <laughs> no nah, i'm not with that timer <laughs> but 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 and you're gonna see me snapshot this side yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking screenshot this shit but. you could save it in snapchat so it never goes away by the way so if somebody oh, actually sends you a video in snapchat and you hit save to snap uh save to snap it'll uh-huh. save in the chat so it never disappears huh, who knew yeah yeah but yeah i'm not I'd Social rather, media. It's a, but that's the hand word dealt as like you know yeah. any man of value i don't think is getting a phone number he's like take my instagram and then you could see what i do and you could right. see me and 
yeah it's superficial in a sense it i guess is. right because you're just seeing my highlights but right. at least you get some insight to what i do who i am like and honestly honestly like i don't see it as anything wrong i love when somebody knows what i do and and who i am in a sense before i start talking to them because here's the thing you go to a club right and you're just to, to them if they don't know you if you're not famous they, they don't know who you are you're one of 8,000 dudes in the club that are hollering mm. all fucking night long. And I hate that shit. I hate, I hate being rejected because I'm one out of 8,000 other dudes. There's another dude that's more muscular here. There's another dude right. that's better looking here. They don't know. So if I meet a girl and I'm like, hey, you know, uh, you know uh, here's our Instagram, so and so forth, you know, uh, hit me up tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I want them to do a little research on exactly. me. So it entices them a little bit more. I don't think anything's wrong with it. I don't think it's superficial. Same thing for me and a girl. If I go to a girl's patient, I think see she's an entrepreneur and doing great things, it's going to make me want to reach out to her more than you know sitting in a club with 18 other thousand fine girls that i can pull right, right there right, you know right so i think the instagram thing helps i don't think it's superficial i love when people research me ahead of time and like they have a little bit of insight of what i do and it just it, it gives you this little like boost of confidence look the blue check mark it is what it is like <laughs> people look at it as as a positive so i'm going to use every tool in this life to to help me propel me forward in a non-negative way use the hand you were dealt bro there's a movie with robert de niro and he was a famous cop in the movie right and he was talking to someone one day he, he blew up off some kind of situation his video went viral and this is this is de niro and he told somebody he's like look they look at me as a famous cop because of this that happened. And because of that, I'm going to use every ounce of that fame to uh, uh, crack other cases, to get yeah. me ahead. And I, and I thought about that when I watched the movie. I was like, he's fucking right. Like, why wouldn't you use... Use what you have to get what you want. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it's you're not manipulating anyone. You're not lying. Like, you mm. want to go to my page and believe that I have value? Un wonderful. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Let's hang out. Right. Let's have a movie night. Right. <laughs> bro, the movie night off the DM is wild, bro. I don't... But, hey, Corona forced people to do that with the date game now. Like, yeah. couldn't just ask you... Because, you know, for me, it's like, let's go get a drink at the Hard Rock. Let's get a drink yeah, at the yeah. bar. Let's go here, you know? Right. But, but... I applaud you both for being able to do, hey, pull up to my crib. Let's yeah. do the movie thing off the rip. Like Some girls were actually, not for me, but like what I've heard, some girls were standoffish during the whole like Corona thing. Like, you want to have a movie night? You may have Corona. I'm not coming oh, over. Oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Like, all right, all right. Let, let's, let's watch a movie. Wear a mask, all right? Wear a fucking yeah. mask. Yeah. A mask on the movie night is wild. A mask on the movie night. That didn't say scientists say you're supposed to wear a mask and have sex. Like, get the you fuck see out that of here. Shit? I'm not fucking wearing a mask while I have sex. If I catch Corona having sex, then I'm catching Corona yeah, having sex. That, it is what it that's is. that's how I got to go out, then I'll go out like that, bro. <laughs> Look, like, I'm, not, I'm not one of those idiot kids that are like, oh, I'm partying on spring break. If I catch Corona, if I catch Corona. Look, if I could catch Corona during sex, that's a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't give a fuck. It is what it is. I'm not out partying. I'm not, I'm not endangering anyone. Hey, yeah. Give me Corona. Yeah. Come over here. <laughs> We're here, man. Got the bro Brian Breach. Can you tell people where they can follow you on all your socials? Yeah, yeah. MySpace, number one platform. No. Uh, uh, follow follow me on Instagram. Um, yeah, check out my blue check mark. Kidding. Uh, Brian Breach <laughs> on Instagram. And uh, yeah, it's probably the main platform. Or TikTok these days, Brian Breach. Damn, I have a question now. What up? Have you ever hooked up with a chick with a blue check mark? Yes. Okay. Couple. Yeah? <laughs> Is that like... Bro, I think there's a dating app. I yeah. forgot the name of it. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I know what you're talking Like, is it the, the famous people one? The, yeah, it's called you, Raya. You have to get it. Is that it? Where you have to get referred by two other famous people. Exactly, to get into it. I know that because of the show Billions. That's the only way oh, I knew. Okay. And I actually, I actually downloaded the app after I saw Billions. But uh, yeah, you have to be referred by two other celebrities. But have I ever dated and hooked up with a girl with a check mark? Absolutely. Um, was it how many? 
did they live was it dope was it a good vibe or was it great like, vibe. did it like did great it, vibe did it exceed the check mark or did it like let you down yeah did, no it was actually you know it's 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 like a metallic thing it was kind of cool that we both had the check mark it's almost like damn like we it, it's a different you both have a connection because being verified is a, a little thing you know it's so stupid it's so stupid yo, yo, dude, be honest but with you is, is there like is. a verified illuminati that you guys have like meetings and shit no like, yeah, no such thing as that but oh. we do have groups for just influencers yeah really we do have little little quiet yeah pods and, and groups and stuff like that but um yeah hooking up with a girl with the check mark super vibe and the thing with me is most people go on my social media and like you said they see the highlight reel and they don't they don't get to see like the real me they don't know that i'm super fucking humble they don't they don't know right. that i'm like almost like a nerd in a sense like i love science i look look That's at the stars. Like, bro it's crazy like I, I could sit here and look at this buddha and we love talking about this shit for an hour people uh, a lot of girls that i meet they think that i'm just gonna show up and be like yo what's up yeah i'm brian breach what yeah. the fuck i'm not i'm a nerd you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, that's not how i am so when i'm that was one of the things that i got from her was like you are totally fucking different than i thought and she you was were cool be. she wasn't um, like a boba like super a, cool no yeah. none of that. like super cool we went dancing one night super vibe and um yeah it was yeah. it was it was cool and then Damn. we continued on for a while that's what's up you know what i'm saying check mark life <laughs> yo verification life yeah miami on the rocks casey chops got brian breach in here you um so do you do go out to clubs at all are you a nightlife guy like every once in a while i like to go i stay away from because because the thing is i go out and i look around i'm like fuck am i celebrating like i want to get to where i want to be i still got more to do right but every once in a while lately i'll go out like on a Halloween night, I'll go out. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's a connecting event where I'm networking with someone big, I'll go mm-hmm. out. Like like the other day, I went out with a, a big businessman. Mm-hmm. We all went out, my boys. He brought some girls, and it was worth the night to me right. because I learned something. Right, but and you I, and you were actually networking, like actually networking. Oh, I networked. Right. He broke down his whole business, how he did it, and mm-hmm. like just that insight to me is invaluable. Right. So, do I still like going out every once in a while with a girl vibing? Yes, absolutely. But I can't do it like some of these people do it every day. Like it's their lifestyle. It's not yeah. me. You know what I mean? Like I want to be home. I'd rather sit home and make $5,000 in a night than waste 2000 on bottles for what? You know what I'm saying? But we're social people. You know what I'm saying? Right. So every once in a while I feel the need to like show up and network. But networking events are more important to me. Okay. I love when I was speaking around the country, the people I network with, I'm going to know forever. You know right. what I'm saying? What are, yeah. what are some of your favorite clubs? Like, play, if you do go out, what are your favorite play, places to go out? My number one favorite like, club. G- give, me, give me, like, a club, and then give me something, like, low-key where you would take a female. Okay, so let me think. I'll tell you, it's on, it doesn't exist anymore. My number one favorite club in South Florida for probably a damn decade was Passions at the Hard Rock. Okay, I'm not, shout out to Sean and Greg. I'm yeah, not, yeah. yeah. That's I loved, classic. I loved it because you couldn't get bored because there was like five fucking rooms. You exactly. had the Spanish room on the right, you had the mm-hmm. main floor, mm-hmm. upstairs, back room, hip hop room, yeah. the middle, and then the far back. So when I'm bored, I'm like, I'm not bored anymore. I'm going to the Spanish room. And my yeah. bro, it's like five different clubs at one. Now, fuck, Wynwood to me is pretty dope. I like going out to Wynwood because it's got that art vibe. I went to mm-hmm. Astro the other night to, to chill. That was pretty dope. It was like an open format restaurant, but people are dancing and people are vibing. Some mm-hmm. people wear a mask. That was pretty dope. But Wynwood to me, I really like. But low-key to take a girl? Fuck. It's tricky nowadays. Where do you go low-key to take a girl? There's so many spots. I just don't know the name. I mean, you got Dirty Rabbit and Wynwood's yeah. pretty dope. I've been there a couple times. Um, well, whether it's a lounge or whether it's, yeah. you know, a restaurant. Yeah. There was, um, oh, you know what I really like? On Los Olas called. Um, don't say Rocco's Tacos. No, no, fuck that. No. Uh, <laughs> it's it's up there. Um, Balcony? 
Is it the balcony? It's right oh. next to Rocco's Tacos. It has a balcony, like a b- oh, upstairs no, bar. That, three- that's dope. I've been there. No, no, no. Um, what the fuck is it called? It's uh, it's 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 near the main part where where Riverwalk used to be. It's like oh. it's on the top floor. Yeah, it's not called the balcony. It's called the. Um, what the fuck? I is know it? what you're talking yeah, about, yeah. bro. I can't it's like kind of upscale. Like there's yeah. plants everywhere. It's super. Oh my god, I've been there a hundred times. Yeah. I can't remember the fucking name. Whatever. We don't want to shout them yeah, out anyway. Fuck <laughs> They're not paying. Fuck them. <laughs> Brian Breach, I appreciate you coming through, bro. We've done an hour and thirty minutes. Is there anything Woo-woo. you want to promote? Anything you want to tell the people about that you got coming up? Nah, man. Let's just fucking pray. I get the show America's Gone Viral on the air, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna make it happen, bro. Once I put my mind to something, I make shit happen. I'm the make shit happen guy. That's good. Yeah. That's, the, that's, that's the way to do it. Hopefully, 2021 is better. I can't wait for these elections to be over. over. What are people gonna care about when the elections are over? Like, what is it? Like, let's just it? hope the fucking crazy motherfuckers go the fuck away and stop talking about all this bullshit. And uh, what are they gonna care about? Uh, I don't even know. I think people need to get back to their fucking lives Facts. because I spent a lot of time arguing with people about the Trump shit and this shit and that shit. And I can't do it no more, man. I think. Bro- All right. There it is. Brian Breach, my brother. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Man.